the volume. It's the best gambling show ever presented by FanDuel. Football season is here and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has also a ton of ways to play. You got the spread, the money line, the over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can combine multiple bets from the same game in a same game parlay and even try out same game parlay plus. So use promo code Monaco and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. Disclaimer, 21 plus in select states. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com forward slash RG, Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342, Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat, Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Indiana, visit ksgamblinghelp.com, Kansas, 1-877-770. Stop Louisiana 18778 Hope New York or text Hope New York 467369 Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789-1-800-522-4700 Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net West Virginia. Welcome into NFL Week One on the Volume Sports Best Gambling Show Ever. Live Moods, Alex Monaco. Live, we made it. We're two sleeps away. How excited are you? I'm so excited. I mean, we've been waiting for this for a while. Obviously, I have been feeling very like I don't want to say bored because I've been valuing the like time to kind of chill and spend time with my family and just kind of, you know unwind after a long NFL and long NBA season since I'm not a big baseball better but man I have just been on the edge of my seat waiting for the NFL to be back in full swing there's only so many times you can talk about futures bets or division winners or who's coming out of the AFC NFC like I'm over it I just want to start making money I want to start placing bets so I am stoked I cannot wait Let's go. All right. Well, we got a few picks for you. And before we dive in, we have a new Instagram. Shout out our producer, Matt. Volume underscore bets on Instagram. I believe coming to Twitter soon. Make sure to check us out. We got gambling exclusive content. Our our two-person tandem as well as all things going on in the gambling world. So just make sure to check out volume underscore bets. We will be all in all season in the NFL and live. You please do us the honors of kicking off the very first pick. I know you're on a great underdog in a historic rivalry. What do you got for us for our first official pick? First official pick that I really, really love, and I have loved it for a couple weeks now. Um, Obviously, we just found out who the starting QB is for this team 
you could get nervous if you want, but scared money don't make money. So I've got to just hunker down and keep riding with this bet because I love it. Uh, Steelers plus six and a half. Listen, I know playing the Bengals. I know the Bengals went to the Super Bowl. I know Joe Burrow got a, you know, improved O-line. Um, but I really love this Steelers defense. And I think the Steelers defense is going to be a true test to how strong that O-line truly did get. So I really, really like this defense from the Steelers. I'm expecting them to be top five, maybe top 10. Um, and I love divisional underdogs in week one. For whatever reason, they've got a little more grit. They're super competitive, especially the Steelers team coached by Mike Tomlin. For whatever reason, they always seem to figure it out. And I know everybody has heard of the Super Bowl hangover for the past 21 seasons. Super Bowl losers have gone four and 17 against the spread in week one. So I'm really liking the Steelers in this spot. I'm not saying they're going to win outright, but I think they have the defense. They have young offensive weapons. They've got a great coach. Um, they're, they're facing a team that might be under that Super Bowl hangover spell. So I really like the Steelers to at least keep this game within a touchdown. They were four and two against the spread in divisional games last year. Yes. I know those two losses were to the Bengals, but it is a new season. So we're just going to forget about those two. Um, and they were seven and five against the spread as underdogs last year. So I just really like this Steelers team. They have a lot of grit. I love Mike Tomlin and I think that they can keep it within a touchdown. So give me the Steelers. Plus six and a half against the Bengals. I like it a lot. I, I think that stat against the spread for Super Bowl losers is very tasty. I think that's even more prevalent in a divisional game. We know Tomlin plays the entire division very competitively. It's a big number. You are very sharp when it comes to divisional battles and rivalries and I taking the points. So Ooh. I never want to fade you. I, I don't love what I have next because I'm going very much against what you just put up, but I'm tailing that. I like that a lot. I think there's a lot of pressure on this Bengals team. A lot. Yeah. Coming in. I know you mentioned the offensive line, but the defense for Pittsburgh also underperformed last year. And that's the first time they've underperformed in a very long time, at least statistically speaking. So coming back a little healthier and they want to set the tone, right? I mean, this is a new chapter. Our almost entire adult lives. It's been big Ben under center. So, you know, Gonna be gonna be very interesting how the game plan goes. I think slowing it down, running the offense through Harris is a good start for them. And you know, Mitchie, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over. That's it. Just keep just game managed, baby. Just game managed. Just throw it to the black and gold. Come on, baby. Like just All right. you know, figure it I'm out. Throwing this to you, a little nervous, but I have zero the two teams I might be lowest on outside of the Texans or the Jets is probably the Seahawks team and the Atlanta Falcons. And right now on FanDuel, the Falcons are plus five and a half at home. And yes, they did split with the Saints last year, and that's who they're dancing against week one. I went through the numbers. I'm looking at depth charts. I'm I'm trying to find any reason why this bottom seven Falcons offense with Matt Ryan last year at a humble 18.4 points per game that ran the ball 85 yards a game and were bottom four in overall yards can do anything to cover this spread lib against the Saints D that was holding opponents under 20 points per game. There's only four teams last year that held opponents under 100 rushing yards. They've been in that 90, 95 yards defensive rushing statistics several years in a row now. And their defense, top seven in yards against, and they were plus seven in the turnover margin. 
They also dealt with a ton of offensive injuries. I'm coming in. I'm loving the Winston leader of men approach. He has been very vocal, very committed, and very much speaking from his heart about how much this particular season means to him. And Liv, I can't make a case, and I'm not saying Mariota's abysmal, but outside of Drake London and Cordero Patterson, who's more of a gadget-type backslash receiver hybrid person, I'm not scared of anyone on this Falcons offense, and I don't think they got particularly better on defense. Is there anything in your betting makeup that tells you that the Saints team is going to not cover? Because I'm loving a minus five and a half. No, I also love minus five and a half. This is one of those games to me where there is so I don't I don't know enough about Mariota to make an opinion on on his performance in week one. You know what I mean? Like this is just one of those bets where I kind of just have to be like, I in in my opinion, everything aligns for the Saints to be able to hit this minus five and a half to make you feel a little bit better. Demario Davis was announced that he will be playing in week one. So that is a massive um factor to this Saints defense that I think is going to be extremely talented all season long. So I think if this defense can keep the pressure on a guy like Mariota, who's stepping into this program, um, I think that the Saints have no reason not to cover minus five and a half to help your point. I actually looked at um, taking this, uh, the uh, Falcons team total or points total under 18, because I really Ooh. love this Saints defense. And Last season, I think they gave up the fourth or fifth fewest points per game to their opponent. And this Falcons offense last season, like you mentioned, was scoring the fourth fewest points per game. So weak offense with a really strong defense, to me, there's no reason the Saints can't carry this one out. Obviously, Winston, we saw Winston in week one last season. The Saints looked great. They shut the Packers down. I think the Packers scored three points. In yeah, that I think it was like 35-3. Or something. So I, I love this defense. Obviously, in week one, they come out, they're they're competitive. Um, so yeah, there's no reason they shouldn't cover that minus five and a half. But I'm also looking at some other bets in that game. I think taking the Falcons point total under 18 is also a bet to consider because again, weak offense, strong defense. I don't see them scoring a whole lot. So I have looked at that minus five and a half. I lean on it with you. For whatever reason, it's just when you're looking at your different bets, you're like, Okay, this one I'm just going to sit out because I like these other two a little bit more, but I love it. I think the Saints have no, there's no reason they shouldn't cover five and a half. And I may not only sprinkle on that, but also sprinkle on that Falcons point total under. I love the, the team total under as well. Statistically, we're all, we're all in on backing up our argument here. The only thing I'm nervous about is that Jameis hasn't played football in a while in, right. as far as regular season. So hopefully he doesn't come out a little slow, but you know, two dome teams, nothing terrain wise. That's shockingly different, but I like your endorsement, but what do you got next for us on your picks? You know, people might laugh. People might be like, LOL, here, here live goes again. If you know me, if you've been following me, if you've been tailing my picks, you know, I love an underdog. There is nothing that fuels my fire more on a Sunday than riding with an underdog. And I actually had a lot of people that were messaging me. Do you like any underdogs to win outright? You know, I looked at a couple. Obviously, we can talk about the Thursday night football game on Thursday. There's an underdog there that might be worth a sprinkle. Uh, you could argue the Cowboys if you wanted to. But there is one in particular that's got some pretty solid value. The last time I checked, it was plus 138. And that is the Jaguars versus the Commanders. Um, the, the point spread, if you feel a little bit more comfortable there, is plus three and a half with the Jags. But in my opinion... If the Jags can keep it that close under a field goal, they can win the game. So 
I really like this new hire in Doug Peterson. I think that he can reciprocate that same Bulls and Eagles energy with Trevor Lawrence. We know Trevor Lawrence is talented. That is that is not in question. I think he got a really crappy year last year. They absolutely needed a new head coach and they got one and they have one that has a pretty solid track record. So I think something else that's really interesting to bring up here is that Peterson knows Wentz very well. He drafted Wentz when he was coaching for the Eagles. So I really like this matchup in particular. I think Peterson knows exactly what Wentz is going to be doing, how he plays. There's, there's probably nobody out there on the field that knows Wentz better than Peterson does. So I'm loving this matchup. I love Doug Peterson to step into this role as head coach. I think he's going to, you know, upgrade this offense. Um, There's a couple blows to the commander's defense as well in week one, no chase young. So that gives this Jags offense that's probably trying to figure things out a couple more opportunities maybe at some nice offensive moments. So I think the Jags can start their season off strong. Honestly, for them, it's only up from here. I think this is a great place to start if they really want to start their season off on a good note. I don't have much faith in the commanders. Don't know how much faith I have in Wentz at this point, but I love Doug Peterson and I think this is a great hire for them. So I'm going to rock with Jags money line here. I love it. I I'm in. I'm tailing. I'm I, the three and a half's a little more comforting because I feel like it's going to sure. be a field goal type game. Totally. But I, I love the outright dog and, and that narrative you just spun, which is spot on with Peterson knowing this man under center for the Commanders. Also, it's his first start, new offense. I mean, new new coach for the Jaguars versus new co for new versus new quarterback. I'm going to lean the quarterback that's been there the year prior with the new coach and the Super Bowl winning coach at that. Right. Also, this Jaguars offense, I mean, they went through a lot of injuries last year. They lost ETN from Clemson, supposed to be a stud. And then they get Evan Ingram and Christian Kirk, a couple of decent pieces to build around Lawrence. I I think Chase Young being out is huge for the trenches. I, the defense for Jacksonville, I, I don't know yet. But I also think from a betting perspective, I don't know that Vegas really knows these two teams and what their trajectories are going to be. You could even, we could look at this in a week and be like the wrong team was favored. So I think in week one, there are spots to pick where you can take advantage of lines mispriced. I'm not saying Vegas has it wrong, but I don't think they know what either of these teams are going to be. And if we're going to jump on something like you are, I think this is a great game to pick. Let's go. I don't know if I'll ever be saying let's go Jags again this season. So if you're a Jags fan, Soak it in. Enjoy it. Uh-huh. Never happen again. <laughs> the start of the NFL season is here and the best place to practice your touchdown dance is on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. FanDuel is kicking off week one with a no sweat bet for everybody. Doesn't matter if you're a new customer or already have an account, you'll get free bets back if you don't win. Just log in and see for yourself. For me, free bet, anything on the line, give me the LA Chargers in a rebuttal at SoFi against the rival AFC West Raiders. I'm not a believer in McDaniels. I think this Chargers team has a chance to go all the way. Love the defensive upgrades. They're going to take advantage of the new right side of that Raiders front. So, 
New to FanDuel Sportsbook? Just sign up with promo code MONACO to get started. That's promo code MONACO. Either way, celebrate the return of football with a no-sweat bet during week one. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Disclaimer. 21 plus in select states refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt max refund $5 unless otherwise specified restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat Connecticut, 1-877-770-STOP Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW York or text HOPE NEW YORK 467-369 New York, Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee 1-800-522-4700 Kansas or Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET West Virginia. Well, I hate to go another favorite. I'm on I'm on some favorites early on the show. I'm you know, it's Tuesday, I'm settling in. I'm looking I'm looking at teams, I'm looking at the slate. I cannot find a reason outside of that Flacco of all people is going to be under center for the Jets against his old team. The Ravens coming in live minus it's been six and a half. It's been seven on FanDuel chilling right now around seven. I like it at six and a half or seven. I think six and a half is even more comfortable, but this Ravens team, let's not forget what happened last year. They were eight and three and then lost six straight. And Lamar obviously went down those games down the stretch, five of the six L's by a combined eight points live to lose five games in eight combined points is almost statistically in, in football impossible. I would love to know the math behind that. And they dealt with so many injuries on both sides. Stanley was out all year. They lost Dobbins. They lost Edwards. Lamar, of course, got hurt. On the defensive side, they lost um, Marcus Peters all year. They dealt with Humphrey in and out. This year, they're healthy. Kyle Hamilton, shout out volume is on the team. The defense is stacked. Patrick Queen, Justin Houston, Peters, Marcus Williams, Marlon Humphrey, Kyle Fuller, Hamilton. It's, it's incredible. And I look at what Lamar did in his one game against the Jets, Liv. He went for five touchdowns, no picks. Passer rating of 134. It is one game against them. They own New York. They've beat the Jets straight up in nine of their last 10. And the Jets have only covered two times in their last 12 against Baltimore. I know those are all different players, different teams. But sometimes you have history with teams that ends up continuing. And... I look at what Baltimore does in week ones. They're five and one in their last six in week ones. They have so much to prove. You know, this is the highest bet ticket of any team total over the Ravens at nine and a half. Everyone expects them to bounce back. We don't know what this Jets offense looks like. Their quarterback's out. Brees Hall's never played a snap in the league. They got new weapons on offense at wide receiver. The defense, I think, is going to be improved and much improved. 
But this is a team they're going against. Well coached, huge fire under them week one. I got to swallow the seven. Listen, I I don't I do not disagree with you. He, this is where it's going to be a little weird. I, this is a stay away bet for me because everything you just said makes that seven number so fishy to me. Like what about six and a half though? I just double checked. Now it went back down to six and a half. That's worse to me. Why? In what world would the like the Ravens are a significantly better squad? You just told me what their record was against this Jets team. You just told me what their record was in week one. Six and a half, seven, I don't care what it is. It's fishy to me. It does not make sense. I don't like it. For some reason, the line does not make sense to me. I would picture maybe a t- maybe around a 10. I mean, honestly, the significance, the discrepancy in talent, in my opinion, is way larger than a touchdown. Way. So, I love it because I really don't think there's any way that the Ravens don't cover that seven, but because it's fishy, I'm staying away. That's all right. right. I'm going down, going down with them. What do you have? Do you have any more? You're, you're leaning in week one. No, I'm going to, I'm going to cook up some player props. Unfortunately, as you know, the player props don't typically drop until around Friday, maybe after the Thursday night football game, we'll get some props in the FanDuel Sportsbook. So I will be looking at some props that I really like. I'm already thinking about taking an under on a Falcons running back, knowing that Demario Davis is going to be playing. You know, there's a few that I've got my eyes on. Um, so I'm going to keep looking out for those, keep refreshing the FanDuel Sportsbook. But as for spreads and money lines and all that, Jags money line and Steelers plus six and a half are my two, but you have one more. I do. I'm, I'm emotionally on the... The former San Diego Chargers uh, against the Raiders ending the last game of the regular season that actually almost ended in the tie, which would have sent both of them to the playoffs, which was hilarious. I look at this matchup. I think to myself, this Chargers team at home looking to set the tone going against Josh McDaniels. I don't believe in Josh McDaniels. I'm sorry. I think he is an offensive coordinator, nothing more, nothing less. Great play caller, not a leader of men. This Raiders team, offensive line speaking, they got two new starters on the right side. They got to deal with Khalil Mack. We got Sebastian Joseph Day on the front line now. Kyle Van Noy's in the mix. And then JC Jackson, one of the best cover corners in the league. This Chargers team unequivocally got better. A lot of sharps are on them from a future standpoint to represent the AFC. And you know this, one of the models is stack a team with a stud quarterback on a rookie deal. That is this. Herbert's numbers live against the Raiders. Let me read them to you. 10 touchdowns, one interception, almost 100 QBR in four games, throwing for just under 1,300 yards. They should have won that game. And then from a betting perspective, One of the tops at one of the casinos I won't name said it's all Raiders tickets. Now I am on the Joe side on the Ravens and the, uh, the first game with the, of course, uh, goodness gracious, the saints, but this line, and this is what's going to be interesting. A Vegas team live that is quality Where will the emotions lie with the public in Vegas? And so I'm reading this article. I'm learning it's all Raiders tickets. 
if everyone's on the Raiders against the Chargers, and I know it's three and a half, which is what I want to push back to you on, how do we not go Chargers here? Well, you, you, all you know, Monaco, all you have to tell me is that the public is heavy on one side and I will fade it every time. <laughs> will because we know how Vegas works. We know that Vegas doesn't like to lose. This is a very interesting one to me because I do think that based on the, the competitive nature and the talent that lies in the AFC West, we can expect pretty close games in, in, in divisional matchups with the AFC West. That's how I see it all season long. I think that's what we can expect all season. So I, you know, this is an interesting one for me because I do lean chargers. I think they are the stronger squad. Um, but I'm kind of low key in my heart rooting for this Raiders team to really make some noise. Derek Carr to have a really great season. He's kind of a sleeper MVP bet that I've got. Um, so I, I really am rooting for this Raiders team, but I think the hype that is around the Chargers right now, Justin Herbert to me is extremely talented. And I think there's a lot of pressure on him this season. So they're going to, they're going to bring their best foot forward for this divisional game to start off their season. I do three and a half, you know, they, they can make me a little bit nervous because if the Chargers do win, it could be by a field goal again. It is one of those games where I think personally, when the line is at three and a half, it's better to take that underdog. I really do because a field goal, we see it all the time. The field goal is what seals the deal. And if you've got that favorite, you are hurting yeah, the rest of the day. So three and a half numbers to me naturally just make me lean. If I really do think it's going to be close, naturally, I want to lean with that underdog. In this case, divisional matchup. Raiders have a lot of hype. Chargers have a lot of hype. The AFC West is a bloodbath right now. So even though the public likes the Raiders and I typically fade the public, taking an underdog at plus three and a half feels a whole lot better than taking a favorite at minus three and a half. Oh, it, it definitely goes against the live moods formula. That's for sure. I, I have a weird feeling that the Chargers are going to come out and make a statement game and to sit for half a year on an L that cost you a playoff berth. And I watched that game. I, Chargers could have won it seven different times. It, the, the, of course, saying that always goes, the Chargers are going to charge her. But I do believe in them this year. I think the only thing even holding them back is their head coach because the talent is clearly prevalent. And they their leakiest part of their entire roster was, was statistically speaking, the run D. And to bring in a couple of run stuffers on the front seven and a lockdown corner, it, they could be the team to beat. But we'll see. I, I want to rapid fire, though, go through a few games with you before we head on out of here. Let's start with the marquee one. It's a pick em. We remember last year, I think it was an eight and a half point box favored at home against the Cowboys. Now it's at Jerry's World. It's a virtual pick em. How do you feel about Tommy headed to the Cowboys week one. I low key like the Cowboys in this one. And I hate to say that. I absolutely hate to say that, but we talked about it last show. I don't think Brady's completely locked in right now. I, I think that he's missed a lot of opportunities to kind of build that chemistry with the squad. I don't really know where the bucks are at right now. And I think the Cowboys are hungry, fired up and ready to go. And they're, they're playing at home. So give me the Cowboys in this one. I hate to be this guy, but Brady has never lost to the Dallas Cowboys. He's six and oh. This this year is it's a new year, Monaco. I know, I know, and they don't cut. They weren't a great cover away from home last year. They were a great cover at home. 
offensive line, yes. I do think I'm probably emotionally firing on the wrong side. I just, I don't know. Amari Cooper in that game last year, he had 140 yards and two touchdowns. That's tough to replace. It's all on CeeDee Lamb's shoulders with some injuries out the gate. This is a top three rush D since Brady's been there. They, they don't allow anyone over 93 yards on the ground. So it's going to be on Dak in a shootout. I'm going bucks. I'm sorry. I got to. I have to. But let's get your thoughts on another pick on Packers at Vikings. I hate this one because I honestly, <laughs> this one just frustrates me. But I think the Vikings have more to prove. I think the Vikings are going to be a little bit more competitive. Um, I'm going to go Vikings here. Yeah, I can't touch this and I'm going to end up touching it. I already know it. I know you are. I I know it. And it's a pick them. And I know Aaron Rodgers always is due for a random loss in division on the road. It typically doesn't come week one. He lost there last year. Unless he's playing the freaking Saints and you've got him in a 12 leg parlay. <laughs> Seriously. I'm, I'm flip flopping all week on this. I'm going Packers because of the defense, but geez, I could have a rough week one, but it's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. I can't go with the Packers and the Bucks on our shows leading up to represent the NFC in the championship game and then not take them week one. I have to, right. You're tr- You're right. What do you think about Niners at bears? I mean, (laughs) you know, it's the freaking bears. I don't really, I actually think that there's going to be a lot of really great opportunities. Here's how I feel. I really love Justin Fields. I do. I'm rooting for him. I think he's great. Um, But do I think the bears are doing what they need to do to set him up for a successful year? No, I don't. So that's where it's hard for me. I do think that this game could actually end up being pretty high scoring. Um, I think it can kind of just evolve into a little bit of a shootout between young QBs. I think it's just going to be the 49ers. There's no reason they should lose this game. I think they'll win it, but I kind of like the over in this one. I think it's just going to be a, a, a high scoring affair, both sides, not a ton of defense being played, mostly an offensive minded game. So I'm going to go 49ers win, but the over sounds very appetizing to me. Yeah, I got Niners. Of course, the seven's a big number. Uh, we don't, I, we don't know what to make of Trey Lance. A lot of offseason headlines with Jimmy G coming back. Definitely shuffles the deck over there. What's going to happen? And testing Shanahan's patience all over again. I got Niners. I'll, I'll circle back on whether they're going to cover or not. I'm leaning minus seven though. Um, and last but not least, this one's very interesting. Interconference Chiefs at Cardinals. I got to go Chiefs. You know, I, I got to go Chiefs here. I don't love this game. I don't really want to bet this game. This is kind of one of those where I just want to stay away because I don't really like either one of these teams. But I'm going to go I'm going to go Chiefs here. Um, but the Cardinals could come out and surprise people. You know, I think the Chiefs have missed have lost a lot of pieces and people are kind of unsure what they're going to look like. But this is a stay away from me. I lean Chiefs, but again, kind of want to stay away. Yeah, I'm leaning Chiefs as well. New New weapons, no DeAndre for K1. A lot of pressure there. Chiefs defensive lines definitely back and healthy. So I'm, I'm with KC on that one on the road. And that wraps up week one's episode one. One, it's finally here. It's finally here. We will definitely be back on Thursday to go all in on Rams hosting the Bills, which is going to be sensational. Liv, I know you're cooking up. Some something sharp. 
So make sure to come rock with us on Thursday. And of course, volume underscore bets on Instagram coming to Twitter soon. Make sure to check us out for all things gambling content. We'll see you on Thursday.